Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. It is Cinco de Mayo. You oh, are, yes. You are planning out your post-show margaritas. I am. I'm doing it. For some reason, thinking about putting tomato juice in your Mexican beers, no, which is weird. I, I, no, you are the one that brought that up. I was not oh, thinking you about You confirmed it. you were going to do it. No, that. I did not. I said I'd like to do it. I've never put tomato beer in a Corona. Or I, I think you should keep it that way, but that's my thought. We are joined right now by Mike Schaefer, 24-7 Sports in Studio. Good morning, Schaefer. Good morning. Uh, have you ever thought about putting tomato juice into a Mexican beer before? I'm not a big tomato juice and beer person my man. as it is anyways. My guy. Especially when you can do orange juice and beer much Ooh. Much well, better. That gives you a cringe versus. Come yes. on. Yes, it does. No. Simple. An Simple. orange beer tomato. is a prominent feature in the town of Columbus. So are tomato beers. Right. No, I mean, what's, for what's some reason, more the prominent? people of Columbus just can't drink their bush like normal. Gotta be doctors somehow. The, the Pawnee used to have, and I don't know if they still do it, Pawnee. something God called bless. the steak beer, which is like you would dress up the beer like it was a steak with like uh, pepper and a bunch of other things, too. I wonder what so, else, though. Uh, I, I can't remember. Salt. You would be more of an authority on this. Uh, <laughs> I, I would have been an authority roughly 2010 to early 2011 when I was living in Columbus and spending too many nights at the Pawnee. Yeah. But since that time, I have uh, broken away from yeah. I mean, know, authority figure on it. Jake's disdain for the red beer thing is a little strange. I just don't. Me. I don't like tomato juice. And it's I don't okay. Want it like in I, don't, my beer. I don't love it either. I don't like tomatoes, despite the fact that I could slather ketchup on everything. Um, so I, I, like I don't, tomatoes. you know, I don't make any sense as it is anyway. I, like, I don't like uh, Bloody Marys and people go yeah, I don't, absolutely I don't insane. I do not drink Bloody Marys. I do like ketchup. I do like tomatoes and I do like tomato juice and I like V8. I like spicy V8. That is my Shoot, vegetable. V8's not bad. Yeah. Th- that's, that's, I'm going to say, I do not like <laughs> tomato juice. Spicy But V8? for some reason I can, I can partake in V8. How I do you w- feel about tomato soup? Tomato soup. I'm out. Uh, all, I'm I am all soup. the way out yeah, on tomato I'm in soup. On tomato soup. No, I am too. just a walking I'm conundrum in. over here. Yeah, I'm you. you uh, <laughs> we were on the same page for no, a second. Then, then you like I'm you not just on the went same off. Page of anybody with food, it doesn't make yeah, any we, sense. We were on the same page. Yeah. Then you veered off the road. You have to stop the thing with tomato. It's a very normal. Well, thing. I like ketchup and I like salsa. The people who can like that? take a tomato and put like pepper on it and just eat it. I can do that. Disgusting. Salt. They act like it's an apple. Yeah. Oh, these no. are just no. disgusting. I've never seen beings. it. I've never seen do it. That. I do that. You got to be kidding me. No, and I, I don't. I, and I've never seen it. I don't want to see that. I don't eat it like an apple. I slice it up. Seen you see people just like take a like tomato that. and just bite into it. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Yeah. That's I, gross. It's not gross. Yes, it is. It's a tomato. <laughs> it's not right. It's not meant to be eaten like that. 
Three thumbs up. Ketchup Tomatoes and salsa. No yes. Thumbs. Ketchup and salsa. Two thumbs up. Everything else, no. And don't eat a tomato just like that. Okay, let's talk football with Schaefer. Yeah, let's. I suppose we can do that. Speaking of tomatoes, yes, <laughs> you got a segue, simple. Come on. Yeah, I like I like the Speaking the segue tomato. there. Hey, uh, it's been a good week, Schaefer, for Nebraska football. It, it is the off season, which Nebraska wins a lot, uh, and they are winning right can now. Can I can I throw like a little yes. disdain towards the necessity that some people have had over the last week of like. Nebraska's had a nice run of things happen, and there's these people that feel it very necessary to remind you that they haven't had a winning season in the last five years and that whatever happens in the offseason doesn't dictate what's going to happen in the regular season. Can I just say that we all understand that? Like, you don't you don't really need to just, like, come out of – these people seem to think, like, they're the voice of reason and they're the <laughs> only ones. The only ones that can see straight in the hazy cloud of the offseason. Here, here we go. And I just – I find it infuriating to be told over and over and over I totally agree. that whatever happens in the offseason will have no bearing on what happens in the regular season. I understand that they haven't won games a lot in the last five You've covered it. Believe me, you I've were been there. there. You were there. I've seen how they've lost some of these games. It's inexplicable. And so I don't really need the reminder every time that there's something that can be considered good news that, well, they haven't won any games yet. <laughs> I get it. All right, Schaefer. It's May 5th. Uh, the no. season starts in August. We needed energy, and there it was. Well, I like it. Yeah. When Schaefer's mad, when Schaefer's mad, it's Saturday. This show needed energy. When the very first person that responded to, like, a very <laughs> innocuous, like, you know, O'Shawn Mathis commits to Nebraska tweet, they're still going to win two games. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I know. Now, now there's a I deeper like the voice this is a conver- <laughs> The conversation is troubling a little bit. Um, I, I don't. How much of that do you hear? Is it? I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's a very specific subset of people who are just done with the current era. Yeah. Which I like. I get it. I understand getting to a point where you just can't okay. accept things. Yeah. yeah. I've been there with Cleveland baseball. Mm -hmm. I've been there with the Minnesota Vikings. Like, I I get that from a fan perspective. Mm. But if you can't find any ounce of joy in your fandom when Nebraska has a day like it did on Saturday or when they get Devin Drew a few days later, and these are unequivocally additions to your program Mm -hmm. that you claim to root for, what the hell are you doing? You're right. Now, you're right. Now, that's an interesting conversation. I love it. Now, I'm old enough. I always do this thing where I act like I'm 70 (laughs) years old. Um, But, but Schaefer. I was going to say, you're old enough to remember the Gotham Bowl. (laughs) We've seen this before, and it's an interesting sort of – phenomenon at nebraska and it, i'm sure it happens other places too where there it seems like fans are actively rooting against the team at this point not uh, not it, all it feels like that a little yeah, bit yeah. not all but they're, like you you call a subset i'd say yeah it's a subset but i've seen that i've seen that with frank i saw it with cal well, it's been going for 20 plus yeah, years i yeah. mean it's it's been the, going the, since 1999 it's always startling to me that there's a subset of fans that are actually rooting against the team they don't want success. They'd rather be right. Yeah, like, exactly. A, That's there's, it. That's there's it. a trope in the media that That's drives it. me insane. There's a trope in the media. Where there's people who would rather be right, right. than acknowledge anything right. good. Yes. Interesting. And, so, and yeah. that is that is we're getting somewhere permeated into the fan base and has been there for a while. And yeah. it's just mm. I find it, it nuts. I mean, you guys had heard me the weeks prior to last week when I was fairly convinced Nebraska had no shot at Oshawn Mathis. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I was completely wrong on that. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine admitting it. Yeah. Just as I'm fine admitting that this is a very good thing for the football program, it doesn't mean that they're going to be playing in the Rose Bowl <laughs> next January. Right. But it could good... help them win games, which is the whole point. Right. In that moment of time, it's good news. There's no doubt yes. about it. Right? And so I just, like I said, it's been boiling in me for several days. So when given the it's opportunity fine. to explode. No, you didn't explode. That was a very rational. I, I, I that was very rational. Yeah. That was good. Well, yeah. I, I think you handled it well. And I think you voiced something that, oh, I think he voiced something that probably bothers people. I mean, there's some joy suckers out there, and that's just kind of the way it is. I get it, though. Now, on the other hand, the 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 program does deserve criticism. Oh, yeah, and I'm I mean, not I'm not trying to. It does. So, I'm not trying but to. But not not every single day, and the criticism doesn't have to crop up anytime something good happens. Yeah, right, right. But I mean, the, the fact is, good happen. Well, if your criticism is that. It shouldn't be this big of a deal to add a guy who's a second-team All-Big 12 player. Fine. I mean, that also seems like a very weird criticism because you're adding a good player right. to your roster. Now, like, I, I'm not trying to say, like, this is what always sort of happens. I'm not saying that you're doing this, but when you push back against these people, like, oh, you can't criticize the program anymore? No, Everyone, no. You just got to be a sunshine No, bumper? it's not. You got to gulp no. down the Kool-Aid? No. No. No, no, you did. You, you get a lot of that, though. You get a lot of that. On April 30th, yeah. Nebraska had a good day. Yeah, Does you, that mean that they will on August whatever? I, I never. What is the first day of the game? Is August, August 27th. 27th. August 27th. I need 27th. A, it's 27th. I, I just pick days around there, <laughs> and it never sounds like I actually cover this team. <laughs> it's August 27th. Okay. That's when so it doesn't home. mean that things are going to be great on August 27th, but on April 30th, it is a good step forward for a program that needs – to move forward. Right. And I would say this, Shafe, and you don't have to agree <laughs> in the spirit of this conversation. And Jake has a hard time with this when I say it, but they've had a pretty good off season. I, I Have I paused on that? Not, not, not. I don't know if I have said they that's have. not true. The co- I, between so the coaching there are, hires. There are definitely things about their off season that have gone very well. Coaching I don't hires. think they had that good of a spring period. Not, but it's hard yeah. to also say that because – we only saw the spring game, which was the equivalent of hanging out in the library. <laughs> so, yeah, we didn't get much. Well, out. Yeah, spit that out. I would, yeah, I would have gotten more out of the library, actually. You know, yeah, do you yeah, think so? Picked out a will account. Found a couple nights. <laughs> <laughs> you do not read will account. Yeah, I don't think you've ever read a will account. You want another rant? No one actually has enjoyed Willa Cather for seventy plus years now. Well, I'm going back to my school ages, okay? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not that back old. Back in the 20s. Yeah. In 1975, you weren't like, damn, Willa Cather had something to say here. <laughs> anyway, no, they. I think they've had, like, uh, this is going to, go ahead, guys, but Frost did a good job with the coaching hires. Yes, I It agree. was not a fiasco of any sort. That's no, and bar, I was but, I was very critical of that in the moment, but, too. Like, I, But it worked out yeah. well. No, I agree. And then the ten guys they've added from the portal, you can identify six or seven where you're like, okay, interesting. Twelve? Is it twelve now? Well. That's twelve. It's it, twelve. It's 12. 12. The thing that Devin gets Drew. tricky for me is I don't know which ones count towards scholarships and which ones yeah. don't, and I don't know that I ever will have a clear understanding of that. Because it's an NIL discussion. Right. And they're, the scholarship numbers, and I hope people understand this, 
Scholarship it's, numbers become less meaningful during NIL because you can pay Did you players. see what Dave Clawson said? No, Dave Clawson. The Wake, the Forest, Wake Coast, Forest coach. Yeah. He had a – I think this is sort of a where things could end up going if there's support for it. He basically was saying we should eliminate the traditional idea of a 25-man class. Okay. And basically the only number that matters – and that's kind of how coaches have operated for the last decade as it is anyways – is 85. Okay. And so if you have – 12 guys enter the portal and you graduate 18 okay you should be able to take 30 people in that year okay and you just work off of that 85 scholarship okay. and i actually think that's probably the way that it should go okay rather than the traditional 25 as the number is as how people had sort of viewed it but even the 85 is suspect at this well point, because right? you can kind of manipulate that too. yeah and you can pay it what you would ordinarily described as a walk-on you can pay him the equivalent of a mm -hmm. of scholarship money and if and that's going on yeah well that's, not every program can do that right not Some every can. collective excuse right. me can do that nebraska is doing that right where so you enhance the 85 it do you know it the 85 goes up what makes me wonder is how other walk-ons feel about that and the uh, very proud walk-on program that nebraska <laughs> I has know. i don't know and I, it also makes you wonder how often this comes up on in the locker room. Yeah, too. some of it goes well. Some of it will go unnoticed. Not all of it. I, I know that. Um, Casey Rogers was very aware of what was going mm -hmm. on. Um, so some are more available. Some are like it's just like us. Yeah. You know, some people are more interested in what other people <laughs> are making than others. You know. Yeah. And I'm sure that's the way it is in a lot. Well, and it's, I say this all the time. Once we get into the season, we won't be talking about this as much. I totally agree. I, the, 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 that's I, the hard part about it is you have half yeah, the year where you have to hear about it all the time. Right. And then the other half the year where you actually get to enjoy what you like about this. The football offseason is excruciatingly long, and that, you have so much time to talk about this stuff. But I, what I, always, I always use the example with Jake is during the big dance, I was not thinking about NIL. There's right. no. I was just thinking, this is an incredible tournament. You were just thinking, I hope that Duke loses because I don't want to see. <laughs> yeah. this. No, well, I was not course. thinking that. I wasn't. Yes, you were. Not, no, well, I you, wasn't. you should have been. <laughs> don't he tell me blue, He loves blue bloods, though, so he probably wasn't saying that. I'm not he's he's actually thinking, I can't wait to see Alabama destroy Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Run it back. Yeah, Run yeah, it back. Boy, I, now, listen. No, I was not rooting against Coach K. I'm not a fan, a huge fan of him, but it, that turned into a pretty good story. And I like that team. Bonchero is amazing. No, they lost. So, so now, <laughs> the analysis you update. get from Jake's well, sometimes. It's all you need to say. They, they lost. lost. They didn't win. Like, how are we going to argue won. with that? Kansas you know? won. Remember that? Kansas won the yeah, championship blue blood. against North Carolina. Not blue Duke. Disgusting. Not Duke. Blue. Still sick. Blue blood. All right, so a week ago today, Nebraska was not with O'Shawn Mathis or Devin Drew. They were weak on the defensive line. They add two guys there. The question I have is, are they done? Are you, are you satisfied with what they have now? How do we view the defensive line from last Thursday to right now with two additions? I mean, it's still a work in progress. I, I think if the right people are still in the portal, they're going to have interest in them, and they're going to aggressively pursue them, and we'll see kind of where those those chips come down. I, I think the, the thing that I found interesting talking with BC and Brunts on our podcast about if you think of Nebraska's interior defensive lineman and you have Ty Robinson and you have Devin Drew and you have Nash Hutmacher, who's that fourth name? Because okay. if you're doing a, a two deep and you have defensive tackles. Say it again. Tackles, oh, Sean? Nope. I'm oh. talking interior, interior defensive lineman. Okay, Sam. Devin Drew, Ty Robinson, Nash Hutmacher, who's fourth? Because oh, if you yeah. have a two deep on your defensive tackles, 
You got to have a fourth name there, right? And I think yeah. it's Colton Feist right now. Yeah. I don't know. We just so don't that know. tells me they're not done in the defensive line. They're not done in the portal. Yeah. They'll try. Now, it, so we don't believe that Weaver or Marquise Black or Quan Buckley, um, those guys, none of those guys. Uh, Buckley would be the one that I feel like we've heard the most positive about. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel like we heard that much about Marquise Black um, mm-hmm. this spring. And then Jalen Weaver, I think, is probably still a year away of reshaping his body and, and everything else. He could be interesting down the line. We'll see. Mosai Newsome. I don't know. I mean, he Still came know. and spoke to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's a guy who wants to play very badly. And he was someone that I was tracking to see what was going to happen before May 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, he's still on the roster. Um, so he could be the guy that's in that fourth spot. But if you go off of the spring game, Colton Feist was getting feast Feist. I can't remember. You got one it. One of the two. Um, yeah. That, yeah. And then we'll see what comes out of the portal. Th- yeah. That's a... So I, I think that's still an area where they would like to add. Portal priority. Yeah. And then obviously Kane Williams coming in for a visit, the Alabama safety. Okay. Uh, that's not this weekend, but next. next. weekend, right? Yep. And okay. I, I think that's also when Lamar Goods, the defensive tackle from Florida, or University of Florida, he's from Canada, mm. uh, he's coming in, or was allegedly set, not allegedly, was set for a visit that weekend. Uh, I think we got to double check to see if that's still happening. Okay, so quiet weekend this weekend. Yes, everyone's going to spend time with their mothers. That's right. Mother's Day, yes, Sunday. I will spend time PSA. with my mother. And all right, that good, Schaefer, That's ex- excellent. Good rundown. Uh, regarding other names that not at Nebraska and how it's affecting the portal, Jordan Addison at Pitt yeah. is uh, is. In the portal, he entered it two days ago. He's in the portal, and that's somebody that you heard of USC maybe is trying to poach, and other teams out there are trying to pay some big money in NIL. Um, are you were you kind of expecting this to happen? And if if not, I mean, what are your thoughts on how this all has has happened so quickly with him, and um, how it affects the rest of the portal with, with great players maybe looking for different opportunities? I think really good players are going to keep an eye out for how to utilize a system that's in front of them. Um, and that's sort of where Jordan Addison is at. Uh, and then, I mean, the amount of tampering going on, which, like, I – it's not like it's just USC. I mean, there's, oh, yeah. there's programs all around the country. This isn't a story that would have reached here, but at South Dakota State, they have a really good tight end. He was approached by, he said in an interview, multiple Power 5 teams that – had collectives offering six figures for him to get into the portal and leave South Dakota state where they're a national title contender year in and year out, uh, to come play in the power five in an effort to build his draft status. Now, Dallas Goddard, Godert. Yep. He didn't need that leaving South Dakota state. He was still able to get drafted in the second round. Um, but Croft, I believe is his last name. The, the tight end now at South Dakota state was just saying that, Teams were reaching out constantly, so it, you know you like got to tamper. People want to make you got Lincoln tamper. Riley and USC like this boogeyman. Not, no, it is that's, everywhere. That's unfair to do that to Lincoln yeah, Riley. It is, it is literally everywhere. Yeah, and and I would, I don't like if I were Trev Alberts, I wouldn't actively encourage it, but I think you encourage it. I mean, I I, I encourage it. I mean, I, mean, I look at it this. How way. could you not tamper right now? I think you have to be on the offensive. Yeah, yeah because do. you also have to be on the defensive because right. undoubtedly there's right. people on your roster Camp, right. that either entered the portal, have thought about entering the portal, or maybe weren't considering it at all, but someone reached out and said, oh, why not? So we're talking about 
so people understand, we're talking about other coaches recruiting your guys and you recruiting other teams' guys. That's yeah. that's that's just part of the deal. It's not it's it's not on the up and up. No, well, it would be severely frowned on by the NCAA, but they're basically not choosing to be involved. How in could any you nil? Yeah. I don't know how they could police it either. Well, because there's agents involved. Part of now. the argument for NIL is that they couldn't police things as it was, mm-hmm. because a lot of these deals that are now out there were happening in places in the country. Mm-hmm. You could figure it out yourself mm-hmm. uh, under the table. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't involve <laughs> media appearances or whatever. Some of these other things now have set up with it. But yeah, I mean, so there's. Part of it to me is the NCAA couldn't police that either. So mm-hmm. the NI, I just don't know. There's going to come a point where you have to come up with a clear set of rules for how this works. But for now, it's very much everyone trying to sort of figure it out and then collectively people deciding what they like and what they don't like. Yeah. The tampering part is um, that's a tough situation. And I don't like a coach. Yeah. I don't want to act like I think it's a good thing, but I think it's a necessary thing. Well, if, if if you are a program right now, you have to be doing. That. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If like you're, that's that's the ugly. Yeah, if you're Scott Frost, you have. To, if you're Scott Frost, you have to essentially encourage. Well, you have your, to have someone doing it on your behalf. Yeah, you have not to, you. You need yeah. to stay clean. Yeah, but you, you have know, to encourage liability and all of that. Yeah, you have to encourage your staff to be involved in this, yep. something that's fundamentally wrong. Now that's, and now how a lot of this works. And this was true even before NIL, is you funnel a lot of the conversations through a high school coach or through a parent or through someone connected to the kid. So it's not necessarily an immediate one. Now, an agent. Some of those bear, well, and you can have agents. Yeah, now. players have agents. And that's that's a lot of why the Baylor Shireman recruitment was people basically working through that agent. Sure. And that's it's because key. he might still end up in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll get to Baylor more. Shire. We'll, we'll get to, we'll get, hang on, we'll get to him after the break. Okay. We, we'll get to Baylor Shire after the break. If you have any questions for Mike Schaefer, please call or text 402-464-5685. By the way, before that, though, this hour is sponsored by Trek CBD, 84th and Highway 2 at Andermatt, to be exact. Schaefer, anything anything to plug with well, Trek CBD Well, as people heard, sometimes I get a little worked up. Yeah, I know. And we, uh, heard, to, heard to even myself out, I turn to my good friends at Trek CBD. They have all sorts of products that can help. Mellow me out a little if bit. You read something on Twitter. If you read something on Twitter after O'Shawn Mathis, I'll out. tell you what I don't do when I'm using Trek CBD products. <laughs> I am not on Twitter. <laughs> Stay off. Yeah, that doesn't smell like an enjoyable out, experience man. to me <laughs> at all. Oh, it doesn't. To be honest, I feel like I'm on Twitter a lot less now than I in recent. Like I just. I don't have the craving to sit there and doom scroll in the way that I might have. <laughs> it, it, is it, doom that, it is It's doom scrolling. It is. Is that what we're yes. talking That's about? That's the term that people have used. That's what it is. It's just doom scrolling. We just so, always find negative right, stuff. You guys fun. teach me a lot of stuff, which I appreciate. Doom scrolling. So basically, my pitch is this. More CBD, less Twitter. There you go, Schaefer. Trek CBD, 84th and Highway 2. <laughs> More CBD, less Twitter. That's what you get from Mike Schaefer. If you have any questions for Schaefer, please call or text Four six four five six eight five. More next on early break on the ticket.